Welcome to the Corporate Treasury 101 podcast. In the episode of today, we continue our series of episodes on supply chain finance. In the three previous episodes, we broke down what supply chain is along with supply chain finance, and we dove into what are the mechanisms and tools that can be used in order to finance the supply chain. We also broke down who and what are the different stakeholders involved and therefore we now need to talk about the implications for corporate treasury. In the episode of today, expect to learn why corporate treasury is a critical piece of supply chain finance, its role regarding the dealing and contracting of the different financial instruments, how it has a need to liaises with the different stakeholders involved, the interdependencies with other departments of the company, and much more. If you like the episode, or if like us, you learned a lot about supply chain finance, why not leaving us a review? Reviews are the best way to help podcasters, since the algorithm on the different platforms, then push forward the best rated podcast. On top of that, it makes us and I very happy, and it is completely free. So please do not hesitate. With all that being said, let's get on with the show. Very clear. So um, how about we delve into and finally get to, Guillaume, how the <laughs> treasury is involved in all of this. You like to tease us. Exactly. Uh, this is Corporate Treasury 101. Mm-hmm. So what is the role of a corporate treasury department in a supply chain finance or an SCF? Indeed, probably the most important aspects of all those episodes. Um, but I think it's interesting to, to break down the whole thing because now it's going to be super straightforward for uh, the implication of corporate treasury. So... To begin with, and as we talked about many times in this podcast, treasury departments are the custodian of cash. So the main problem to tackle in supply chain finance is how to optimize the cash flows, meaning how to make sure we have enough money to ensure the day-to-day business and foresee important cash needs in the upcoming future. So we wouldn't want our supply chain needs to eat up our positive cash flows, for instance, or we would like to free up some cash in order to finance our supply chain finance or maybe in terms of dynamic discounting we could want to like make kind of mini investments and get paid either a little bit later on or get paid earlier and adjust all of this depending on the states of the financial cash flows and obviously the corporate treasury department has all this data right so um it's all about making sure that you have a good overview of your cash flows Mm -hmm. uh, and then adjusting your supply chain financing um, or setting up your supply chain financing in a way that meets those goals or can provide discounts or benefits to the company overall, I guess, right? That's spot on. And then the corporate treasurer can make data-driven decisions on how to tackle the supply chain finance needs. And as we recently talked about with the collaboration with TIS, and I think it's Nicolas Christian who was emphasizing on that. Corporate treasury has the data, but now and today, it's all about how reliable can this data be about forecasting, because it's like in the future, right? So it's not 100% accurate, but how precise can we be and how reliable are those information and therefore make optimized decisions for the supply chain finance? I mean, we've talked a, a bit about the risk element in all of this, right? 
know, so um, banks and rating agencies sort of coming up with risk profiles and everything like that. Financial risk management is one of our um, four pillars of corporate treasury, right? The fundamentals of corporate treasury. In our ebook, which everyone should go and download at <laughs> corporatetreasury101.com. Yeah. Uh, shameless plug there. But no, uh, financial risk management is a very important part. So how does that play into supply chain financing or SCF? Yeah, that's again, super spot on. And in the case of uh, SCF, Treasury is responsible, for instance, for the dealing with the credit ratings uh, and the credit agencies, for instance. It's with layers with them and banks as well in order to make sure everything is in order with the supply chain counterparties, credit-wise, of course. And obviously, it is also responsible for managing and mitigating risks associated with currency fluctuations and interest rate changes and potentially other macroeconomic factors that could impact the company's supply chain. And all these, those are terms that we already talked about and heard of in this podcast, and it all impacts the supply chain finance. And this is particularly the case when doing international business, obviously, and borrowing to finance your supply chain with working capital loans, for instance, or with dealing with counterparties that are at the other side of the world and are dealing in another currency or where macroeconomic factors can be impactful as well. This is all the responsibility of the corporate treasury departments. Yeah. And um, are they also the ones uh, sort of contracting these um, these these deals with the financial institutions? Mm-hmm. And like, do they actually execute the deals, or is there someone else in the in the company that does that? A treasury is just sort of providing the data and and the game plan. A hundred percent. No, no, they provide the game plan. They come up with a strategy for the different cash flow strategy and supply chain finance, obviously, and they also are in charge of dealing with the different financial counterparties the corporate is linked with. So Treasury will deal with the third parties in the contracting of the factoring, for instance, reverse factoring services as well, but also usage of letters of credit and is typically in charge of the dynamic discounting operations, if in place. Sounds like that could save the company a lot of money, right? So it sounds like um, a way of and really optimize the cash flow. So, exactly. So what is... Is all of this process done in supply chain financing by the Treasury Department or are there other, because I feel like it's such a big part of it. There must be other departments or functions inside a company that these treasurers are working with. 100%. So corporate treasury is indeed a very critical department for supply chain finance. And obviously, treasury needs to be in close collaboration with the procurement department, for instance. So in the case of suppliers, relationships and contractual terms, corporate treasury we have to bear in mind that it becomes more and more strategic for companies, but it remains a support function, right? And we need to work together with other departments and the purchasing department, which we call procurement, is one of the main ones. Okay, what happens when it comes to contracting with suppliers? We have contractual terms, payment terms. We need to align with them and in order to say, okay, when do you need cash? How? How much? And so on. And also the sales department, right? The other side of it, like, we just talked about accounts payables, basically, and also about account receivables because the supply chain program can be on both ends. And it will depend, obviously, on whether there are financial needs <clears throat> regarding the account receivables and payables. You didn't mention the supply chain department. I feel like the supply chain department would be a key part of this, no? Absolutely. And as mentioned at the beginning of the episode, the idea was not to talk about supply chain management, uh, but finance, but 100% you're right, Hussam. And of course, companies concerned with those aspects will have a supply chain management department because it's such 
a big part of your process. We are tackling only the finance aspect, but how do you manage all of this? How do you choose your suppliers? How do you choose your buyers? How do you set up this whole program? Who do you choose where in the world and so on? So you also want clear strategies, management-wise, uh, clear processes and programs in place, which makes treasury a very important actor of it. Very clear. So that was a really good overview of factoring, our supply chain factoring overall. But what I main takeaway from that was that the the main factoring can happen in, in multiple domains, right? There's the buyer side, so factoring, there's reverse factoring. Yeah. If you're not the buyer, you're the seller. There's the dynamic factoring as well, where you can do a lot of these benefits also to try and um, pay back earlier. Again, what I learned most from this was how much companies invest in cash flow and mm -hmm. how much they're willing to pay more to get cash quicker um, and, and whatnot. So it was a little eye-opening for me as well. And how many different fact parties are involved, right? So exactly. if you've got the banks, the technology providers, the rating agencies, and, and all the other departments internally as well. So thank you very much, Kim. Thank you very much.